0: Boomtron 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 you're never gonna move on Netflix OGs get your groove on We talk about it all we could be wrong Kill the better views like a damn Damogore again Boomtron bet you're never gonna move on Just a few guys talking about the originals Yo, pick your favorite show we can put it on We know it all so nothing's atypical
1: welcome to a special edition of the boomtron podcast uh you know usually we are press and play on netflix originals and today we're actually going to pause on netflix you know take another look on the other side of the couch see what people are watching from some of the other streamers uh, i'm joined here again by amy and i think mark i think we can officially welcome you this could be a like your official spot here for these like other streaming services. What do you think?
0: I belong. I love it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so yeah, Amy, this was kind of like your, uh, little, little brainchild idea. So, um, what do you think? Do you-
2: so, you know, we just thought so many, I mean, we watch almost everything on Netflix, but the truth is we watch, we all kind of offline always talk about the things that we're watching on other networks like Hulu or Amazon, HBO Max, and so we thought maybe other people are watching these things too. I mean, they have to be. So we thought maybe we would do these in-between episodes and just kind of discuss them. So our format will be a little bit different than our our normal uh, Netflix original format. We don't all necessarily watch the same shows. Uh, Usually maybe at least two of us might watch something. We'll chat about those, but then there's things that we've kind of watched on our own as well that we'll be chatting about and then we'll talk to you about some things that we've got coming up. As always, you know, if there's something you think we should see, you can talk about it on our Facebook page. Doesn't have to be a Netflix original. Uh, Give us a heads up if there's something you think we should be watching. If you've been listening to us for a while now, you kind of know what each of us likes, so uh, we always welcome, welcome those suggestions. And today, we're gonna be talking about a little bit more in depth, three shows, Panic, And Invincible, both on Amazon Prime, and then talking about Loki, or at least just the first episode of Loki on Disney+. Plus. So, I don't know, Mark and Diego, why don't you guys start by talking about Invincible, which I did not see. Um, It was on my list, and then I just never really got to it. So, I don't know if you guys want to start off with that.
1: Yeah, that that works for me. Mark, you good? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, right off the bat, I loved Invincible. I liked it. Uh, it had, if you, if you ever watched The Boys on Amazon Prime, this had the same feel in terms of the grittiness, the graphicness of it, the a very adult storyline kind of dialogue going on in it, and uh, I was all for it, man. It was a different change from what you usually get from Marvel or DC movies and shows, so yeah, it was for a nice sure, cha- nice change of pace, Love the story a lot of similarities between some of our popular superheroes justice league really stands out for me there but i mean i always enjoy a good what if superman was
0: you know was bad kind of thing so and this is based on the graphic novel series written by robert kirkman of walking dead fame and uh so if you're a fan of that genre or just a fan of Robert Kirkman and his work, this, he brings all of that into the superhero genre. Uh, the, the, again, like you said, like the boys, uh, the characters are flawed. Some of them are downright unlikable, even the good guys. Um, if you're a walking dead fan, the, this animated version of the graphic novel is a love letter to you because probably 80% of the vocal cast are walking dead actors. So that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, and then back in the day, Robert Kirkman was throwing Invincible Easter eggs into Walking Dead. Uh, the teenage characters in Walking Dead are reading Invincible, the comic. And one of the little kids has Invincible action figures on his dresser. So it's just so fun to see <laughs> worlds collide. And uh, and again, the, the the visual payoff to see this on the screen was worth it. it was just yeah, amazing. I
1: mean, even, right from the very first episode where you see him uh, just pretty much kill off that world version of the Justice
0: League in a fight. That was, that was intense. Sick. It was so cool and, and incredibly graphic. Again, don't, like, make sure you're reading your warning labels because this is not one you want yeah. the kids to be sitting on no, your lap for. No, <laughs> no,
1: no, no. This is definitely not not for kids at all, at all. And the, like I said before, the story was just really good.
2: So yeah. let me ask a question because you you said this and I don't know if you said it just like, Off the cuff, like it's like this, or is this actually a story where Superman is bad, or is it like just like that? No,
1: what you have is you have the the main character, Omni Man, who's played by J.K. Simmons, his voice by J.K. Simmons, which is really awesome. And I can't picture anyone else's voice playing that
0: look of a character. It's the mustache. It's the mustache he's got. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But pretty much.
1: It's it's almost along the same stories as Superman where he comes from another planet, he comes to Earth, he has these superpowers, you know, he's looked at it as a good guy, but you you come to find out later on, and this is not a spoiler because like I said in the very first episode, you see Omni Man take out the Justice League, okay, or that version of the Justice League. What are they called again? The um, I can't the guardians, remember, the, the Guardians, yes. And he takes them out, kills them all, like squishes their heads, rips their spines out. Like, I'm telling you, it's super graphic, not for kids. <laughs> okay. And you come to later find out that he really didn't come to Earth to protect it, but he really came over to help his world colonize it, essentially, and bring it within Ooh. their little empire.
2: Okay. Yeah,
0: so and, his... But, oh, yeah, go ahead, Mark. Well, so uh, his home of origin. Uh, Unlike Superman's, it didn't, it wasn't destroyed, although that's his story at first, his cover story. But it's actually this entire planet full of these alpha beings who go out and look for worlds that they can sort of groom for takeover. And uh, so there's a whole whole fleet of these. They're called Viltramites. It's from the planet Viltram. There's this whole fleet of these people waiting for the go-ahead to come in and take over the world, enslave its people, kill the resistors. I mean, you know, it's 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 not good news. And in the midst of it, you've got his son, who's half human and half Viltrumite, his father's son, uh, coming of age and discovering his powers while, like, I think he's a sophomore in high school. Uh, and so, his whole world is turning upside down. Uh, his father, you know, he doesn't know all the, the shady backstory. His father is literally and metaphorically his hero. And his father begins to train him uh, and and prepare him to supposedly be the world's next great superhero. When in reality, he's preparing him for this insane takeover. Oh, my God. Yeah. And okay. for me, one of the hardest things to watch was the scene where the son has learned now that his father is this homicidal maniac that's killed most of the remain most of the superheroes in the world uh and he confronts his father and his father's like these people are fleas your mother is like a pet to me mm-hmm. and to prove his point begins kill killing people all over first he destroys half a city and there's a scene where there's a building that the father has thrown his son through and he's causing the building to collapse the son is trying to push the building back up he's holding the hand of a little girl who's about to fall out of the building. It doesn't end well for the little girl.
2: Oh, oh my. Like,
0: well, basically he, he's able to keep holding her hand, but, uh, that's it. That's all he's, that's all he's got. Um, but then the worst part, and Diego, I don't know if, if for you, if you'd agree, uh, again, still trying to prove his point that people are worthless, but his son is, you know, Oh, and his son, by the way, takes on the superhero name, invincible, hence the, the title.
2: Oh, but, okay.
0: But, uh, he takes his son down to a subway, holds him by the neck up, you know, up above, oh. up in the air as a subway crashes into them both, ripping the subway apart like paper and all of the people in it, smashing into his son and blowing apart.
2: <gasps> oh my God. He's just like a super, super villain. Yeah, super it's
1: just, ruthless. It's, ruthless.
2: Yeah, he's, he's the worst.
0: It's like, it's so hard to watch and, and, uh, and, it's just edge of your seat and it's, that's robert kirkman too he's not afraid to kill anybody he'll kill his main characters he'll kill his heroes whatever he'll right. kill a, kid, a little kid a pretty woman whatever you have an investment in robert mm. kirkman's gonna explode them
2: okay <laughs> all right
0: thank glenn <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh.
2: who is the voice so,
0: of Invincible, Invincible. by the way that actor yeah. Yeah. oh really yeah yep.
2: okay so, like, so if he's so bad, like, what is it that drew you to this show then? Like, what? Because he just sounds like he's irredeemable. Like, is it, are you in it for the sun then, or?
0: But yeah, you think, you I mean, a, a good chunk of the storyline is the sun and him uh, coming into his powers. He befriends a group of young superheroes, some of whom are, also have secret identities in his own high school. He's got, a, like, a love triangle with a superhero and a, a mortal girl um and and you know they go on a college tour where they're attacked by you know a villain like little things like that happen throughout the show um but uh you also don't know at the beginning that this father is going to be this mega like the big bad so you know for the uh, you think it's going to be just this kind of story just about the son and him you know uh learning how to be a hero and and it's you know I hate to quote Spider Man but the whole great power great responsibility thing I mean right. you know that's kind of his theme here. Um, okay. But
2: yeah. All right. I, wow. All right. Well, that sounds like something I got to watch then because yeah.
0: De- definitely a must watch. Not yeah. for the little ones though. Definitely. No. And no. For the, not for the... And at the very end, the uh, they've got this whole all of these little subplots that happen throughout the show. Uh, they pop up towards the end in this montage. To, uh, Clip to show you, like there's, there's a Martian invasion on the way. The Viltrumites are coming. The father has taken off, and you don't know if he's going to come back, homicidal, or come back to save his son. The way he left, you don't really know if he's having yeah, a crisis they, of conscience.
1: They ended um, up having like like an ultimate battle.
2: Yeah. Oh, the father and the son.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. like battle
0: like a showdown. Darth
2: Vader Luke kind of thing.
0: Like times a hundred with a
2: oh wow slightly oh,
0: wow. D- yeah not the same ending either.
2: Um, oh, okay
0: but so uh they're setting up season two and, and ongoing seasons with all of these other big bads and other issues swirling around assuming that this alien race doesn't come and obliterate the planet in the first place so okay. there's a lot to there's a lot to look forward to
2: all right yeah okay so invincible thumbs up from both of you
1: double yes. thumbs up 100%. Two
0: double superhero thumbs up. gloved double thumbs up
2: yeah <laughs> all right like i said oh. a
1: nice change of pace
2: Okay. I like that. So why don't we stick with superheroes then, Diego? You want to chat about Loki?
1: Yeah, we we only have one episode to talk about. One episode. So this will be a quick convo. (laughs) I'm sure pretty much ninety-nine percent of the world has seen the first episode of Loki by now. I I liked it. (laughs) 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 You'll watch it tonight. You'll watch it tonight. But I I liked it. Uh, It was a little slow, the first episode, but in my mind, I know that the payoff is going to be so epic for this show. Right. Uh, It's already been confirmed that this show is going to lead to a lot of, or it's going to have a big impact on the MCU going forward. Mm -hmm. So I just know that the payoff is going to be so worth it. Like the first, maybe episode, maybe second episode are going to be slow. But right. I, I really, really am ant- like looking forward to everything about this show.
2: See, it's funny. I didn't really find it that slow. I, I had a really difficult time with the the last one that Disney Plus did, the Winter Soldier one, and I actually never made it past the first episode. Um, oh. I know it's on my list for the summer, um, but and I, I found that first episode so slow that I just. I just couldn't keep watching. Um, and so I I just needed to give myself another time with that. WandaVision even, like the first episode, or even like the first couple of episodes, I was like, all right, where is this going? Like, it really was tough for me. This one, and maybe it's because I really love the character of Loki. Yes. Like, I even love Loki just in lore. You know what I mean? Like, just in right. the mythology of Norse mythology. He's one of my favorite Um, figures and so I really was like in and I like that it it opens up with a scene from the movie you know and so it's familiar and it brings you in right away Um, and I felt like this was a lot of different things I thought thought it was funny and I feel like that's kind of the I mean Loki is the trickster right like that's what he's supposed to be even though he's like a bad guy with a heart of gold or a good guy with a heart of black like you know he's he's everything. Um, So I just, I loved it. I loved it. This idea that Loki gets captured and he gets captured by the, basically the time police because, (laughs) you know, he's messed up time and he just, he's so sure of himself and he's so cocky. He thinks he can get out of it. And just watching him try to do all of these escapes and he can't really get out of it. And they're just kind of they've all seen it before. So like normally, you know, here you have a god in your, and nobody's awed by him. Nobody's even a little afraid of him. And that was kind of fun to watch too, because, you know, he's somebody that everybody usually kind of cowers at because of his reputation and who he is. And here you have these people living in this different kind of world. Um and he's nobody to them. Like he's a prisoner and he's been caught and they're like, Yeah, you just stop it. Like that's enough now, basically.
1: I just like the whole idea of the multiverse and the endless possibilities and knowing that you have Doctor Strange two coming out, that's gonna mm-hmm. be about the multiverse. You have Spider Man, that seems to be about the multiverse. So you have all these marvel movies coming out about the multiverse that i i'm just i'm hoping that this show is really going to tap into that right and you're going to see so much of that multiverse world universe whatever to to make it look really awesome and get different versions of loki or different versions of Other characters within the MCU, so I I think that's going to be really cool. My my only real complaint for this episode, something that I guess you liked, was that it just it seemed like there was too much of footage from the movies or from other shows. Like from, so it was like it was just too much. Like, and I don't know if I'm just like an too big of a fan of the MCU where I already seen this, just give me new stuff where I don't really care for that that that's kind of I don't know filler or whatever, but. It was a solid episode to get me going, but I I'm ready I'm ready to get into the action with this one. Like No, I was, am episode. too.
2: I, I get that. I feel like the opening footage, they had to show you how he gets caught, right? Like that was a right. very like that's a memorable scene, particularly because they go back to it cuz that's the moment that they go back to. You know what I mean? Like it's a scene that we've seen a couple times. Um so I thought that was good. But I, I liked how they used the footage. I love the machine where they're showing like the footage of his life. And yes, it's definitely stuff that we've seen before. But again, I think with Loki, anything that can humanize him makes him a better character. And so I like that too. Like they're showing his mother and they're showing his father and they're showing the moment when he died in the movies and just kind of. I don't know. I I kind of liked the way that they use the old footage. I, I didn't find it to be too much, but I can right. I definitely get what you're saying. But yeah, I'm definitely ready for the story to, to move on now. Um, I thought it was a good first episode, but um, right. and, it has and that the idea of the most mul- right. I mean, there's no
1: Marvel. You know, humor, action. Loki's a funny character in the movies as well, so I like that about him. And right. But- let's just go i'm ready for episode two i'm, I'm hoping uh <laughs> i would i it's so hard like i i, I hate I, these weekly episodes really like i love it but i hate it all at the same time because i hate having to wait i hate having right. to wait
2: it just reminds me of being a kid where you always yes. have to wait i've gotten yes. so used to being able to watch everything all at once that yes. when i have to wait but again i think that's. I don't know. I think it's how they, they build interest in it. At the same time, for me, I kind of tend to forget about it that way, too. Like, I feel like maybe if I could have watched that Winter Soldier just all at once, which I realize I could have done after it was over, but um, <laughs> that that having to wait for the next episode, for me, at this point, like, I, I, I don't do that anymore, you know? I don't know. I don't know. But yes, I agree with you. Like, it's tough to wait, especially when you really liked the first episode. So... I am with you on that one. So Mark,
0: you're, you're gonna watch tonight, Mark? Oh heck yeah. I can't
1: wait. <laughs> <laughs> all all right, right. So what do you got next? You got you guys said you saw this show called Panic also on oh. Amazon Prime. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay,
2: wait. Panic. Go ahead.
0: I'm just panic gonna get disco. <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> this was no. this
0: was all panic with no disco. Uh yeah. So Amy, I'm gonna guess because you love young adult novels that this is like you love this oh, like two thumbs oh up. Oh my
2: god. I loved this so much. <laughs> I could not I couldn't stop recommending it to people. I I thought this was so good. Um it was it was kind of it was kind of like if you ever saw the movie Nerve um which was where I don't remember if it was a game I think it's a game the kids play but it was like this game that these teenagers were playing and you have to keep doing these things that are super super dangerous to progress in the game. And that's kind of what this was too, right? There's a small town in Texas, Carp, Texas. And when all throughout your senior year, somebody goes around and they keep collecting money from you. um, And they collect money from the whole class. And at the end of the year, after everybody graduates, any senior that wants to, they participate in this secret game called panic. And the winner gets all the money that has been collected that year. So this particular year, they get $50,000 if they win panic. And like some years they said there's like 40 kids that play, some years there's 20 kids that play, but the big deal is that the year before two of the kids that played died. And so the police are now investigating this game. And like the first the first challenge, like all the kid you you don't even because it's secret it's not even like they're like, okay, we're going to start the game tonight. Everybody go here. Like, there's clues you have to figure out so that you can figure out where it's the challenge is being done and what time. And so they all figure out that they have to go to this quarry, basically. And once they're there, it's like this big party. Kids come to watch. And the first challenge is that you have to jump off a cliff and you get, like, you know, however many points if you jump off the cliff, 100 points if you jump off the cliff. You get 25 more points if you go up to the next level, but then you get like 50 points if you go to like Devil's Drop or Devil's Tear or something. Devil's Drop, yeah. Devil's Drop. And like, so people are going and just, you get introduced real fast to the characters and they're absolutely your typical young adult movie book whatever like characters like you have like the girl who's like a good girl and then you have the bad boy and then you have the smart guy and then you have the like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but they i i there was just nothing about this show i didn't love i love. so maybe
0: maybe this is a good place for me to jump in okay go ahead Uh, so I wrote down, I always love comparing shows to other shows or like like if they evoke a certain kind of genre or a feel to me. And here's what I wrote to summarize this. 13 Reasons Why and Hunger Games had a baby and it was raised um, by the Pretty Little Liars. <laughs>
2: that's
0: so I never saw... <laughs> because it's like... oh, I'm sorry, Amy, go ahead.
2: I never watched 13 Reasons Why. I was too afraid it would be too upsetting for me. So I never watched well, that so- one. So
0: here's here's why I worked that in there, because, yes, at the very first episode, and I, I thought it was great. I love the first episode. You meet the characters, but pretty much the character you meet in the first episode is that it, you get a little two dimensional slice of who these people are. Like you said, these sort of young adult novel stereotypes, archetypes, and you learn they don't get any deeper or any richer. They might have a good speech here or there but like, you know, what's going to happen. You know what they're going to do. For me, it didn't, I I didn't feel any sense of surprise. And part of it is because I felt like they were desperately trying to work in these hot topic issues for young adults, poverty, drug abuse, sexual assault, suicide, teen pregnancy, bullying. I mean, like the list goes on. And I think I was watching this too much like an adult and not enough because I think, I am notoriously overthinking probably all of the shows we've talked about on Boomtron. And I will mm-hmm. continue to do so, I guess, until someone hits me with a bat. But, <laughs> like, um, I just, for example, the uh, when, when she met uh, Dodge for the first time, mm-hmm. the first words out of his mouth are like, so tell me about the game. Who are the judges? How do the judges pick characters? And I wrote down a note. I'm like, he is a cop or a reporter. Like, there's something uh, going on, you know? Okay. Um, and then, uh, like... Another thing that drove me nuts is at one point and not getting away any spoilers, but the sheriff is telling someone about taking chances in life. And and I think I think that was the point he was trying to make. And he used Powerball as an analogy Mm -hmm. and he talked about how he hit like they were he bought a Powerball ticket. They were watching the drawing. He hit five numbers, but that sixth number didn't hit and they didn't get a thing. And I'm like, dummy, you just want a million dollars. (laughs)
2: Right, yeah, seriously.
0: So I get stuck in these really badly written conversations, and then I I have a hard time falling in love with the characters or or loving to hate them or whatever that might be. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, again, I I don't know how deep into spoilers we want to get, but I'm just going to say Tiger. Tiger.
2: Oh well, That's... we can we can talk about that. Like, come on. That I will. Okay, so I lied. There there was something <laughs> that that I didn't like about this. So the so the the main character is Heather, right? And Heather is this girl from the wrong side of the tracks in Car- Carp. Although I feel like most of the people are, with a couple of exceptions. And her mother is just her mom's a single mother, and you know, for most of it, you feel like she's doing the best that she can. But then she winds up stealing Heather's money that Heather's been saving up so she can go to college and get out of this town because her car needs a new transmission, and then her mom's got this on-again, off-again boyfriend named Bo, and Bo comes back, and one night Heather comes home, and she sees that her mom and Bo are doing cocaine, and so she's like, that's it, I'm out. She takes her little sister, and she's been working at this farm, and she goes, and she lives on the farm, and I mean this, so I guess this is a good example of what you're saying, like you kind of already knew what was going to happen as new things were introduced, right? Because Heather's been working on the farm, and as the woman who's Bonnie Bedelia, which I thought was, uh, I loved her in the 80s. I thought it was super interesting that she was in this, but mm-hmm. um, Bonnie Bedelia is like showing her around the farm. And then she gets, and then she mentions a couple times don't go up to that fence, just you stay away from that fence. So of course i'm like what's in the fence and then later she takes her up there and it turns out she's rescued this tiger and the tiger is living in the fence right or not living in the fence but the tiger is um in this fence and she's like you can't go there and she shows her like this security system she has for how she feeds the tiger or whatever and as soon as you see the tiger you know that. So, oh, as soon as she sees the tiger, she's like, don't ever let your sister come up here. And I'm like, oh, okay, so her sister's gonna go up there. And then um, also, I you know that the tiger's gonna show up. And so I think the part that you're referring to, I'm guessing, um, is <laughs> right at the end. So the last event in panic is called the joust. And in that event, two cars, I don't know why you wouldn't just call it chicken, <laughs> but two cars drive at each other as fast as they possibly can, and whoever jerks the steering wheel away, they lose, and the other person's the winner. And so, of course, something happens, and somebody tries to... They're, there's somebody who's fixing the game, right? And so at one point, trying to get Heather out of the game, they give her little sister a fake game and they tell her, don't tell anybody, you're gonna help your sister win the game if you and your friends play this game. And of course that game was, here's the key, get into the tiger's cage and stand there, whatever. So Heather has to rescue her sister. And in doing so, they don't close the cage up again and the tiger winds up getting out. And so right at the joust, some, Heather's out of the competition at this point, but this bad boy that she's sort of dating, sort of not dating, and then who we think is this guy Dodge, but is really the other, the actual bad guy, they're coming at each other, coming at each other, and the tiger runs in between the two cars at the la- like. It was so the most—I mean, again, not that the whole thing was believable, but it was the stupidest moment
0: that what's I that, think
2: I've. Go ahead. What
1: What's that show we just saw, where there was a tiger?
0: Uh, uh, Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead. Of the De- yeah. of oh the Dead.
1: yes. But wasn't yes. there another show that had a tiger, and we were like, "Why is there a tiger here?"
0: Oh, uh, Sweet tooth. Sweet tooth.
2: Oh T- yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> we we found a trend, everybody. Hashtag Tiger.
2: I think everybody's kind of trying to play off of uh, wait Tiger she Kings. Was ti- yeah, I think so. What's the next but like it was so stupid. Like there's no way that this tiger's roaming around and then it's going to come to where there's all these kids, like there's a huge meal in front of him, like all these teenagers, but he's going to go for the road and run between these two cars that are yeah. coming together. Like stop it. So yeah. that was pretty that was pretty bad. Other than that, I well, love this I- show.
0: I got to tell you, too, uh, I don't know if I haven't looked to see if Carp, Texas is a real or fictional location, but they talk about it being this tiny, tiny podunk town where the haves and the half nots, you know, the lines are clearly drawn and what have you. But I wish, like, you know, growing up in San Antonio, I wish mm-hmm. that it had half of what Carp, Texas has, a haunted house, a demolition derby, a drug farm with booby, tra- booby trap with bear traps. A oh, tiger. seriously. Right. Um, and, of course, you know, like every high schooler, they may have just gotten their driver's license, but Ray, the town bad boy, is a champion demolition driver. Demolition right. derby driver. I mean, right. of course, you know. And, of course, like right. they throw these parties with production budgets greater than I had at my wedding. But, yeah. You know, right. Carp, Texas. But,
2: and also, it was interesting. I felt like the police were really stupid because so stupid. they're investigating this whole thing. So they, they – they find out, like they figure out the clues that there's going to be something going on at the granary, right? They're like, oh my God, it's going to happen at the granary. And then they're like, we just have to figure out when. And so my, I watched with my with my 20-year-old daughter and she looks at me and she's like, why don't they just stake out the granary the 24 <laughs> hours? Like, what is this? And, you know, so, like, there were things like that that I was like, are you? I mean, you guys make Barney Fife look like Einstein. Like, it was ridiculous how many things the cops just kind of missed, um, including, of course, the who the big bad really was. Um, I, just, I don't know. I That all being said, I, I do. I, I love a good YA Book and, and show and I mean it is my genre even though I'm way too old for it um, but I, I just love this and it's interesting because my daughter and again she's 20 as we're watching and she's actually re-watching it now um, as we're watching, she's like, I got to read this book because it's based on a book. She's like, I need to read this book. And I was like, but we're watching, like, why do you want to read the book? After, which I realize is a weird thing for me to say because I love to read. But she was like, because I feel like, I feel like there's more. Like, I feel like in the book, they probably explain things a little bit differently. And I want to hear the story again, just a little bit differently. Yeah. Somebody had mentioned to me, they said, um, just in, in terms of comparing it to something else that we watched, they said it would be like a darker, dirtier outer banks. Like, it just, like, again, like these, these teenagers who were really, again, wrong side of the track, of kids, trying to win this money, trying to get out of the town. Um, I, 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 not that I would want to do the things they were challenged to do, but I didn't find the things that they were challenged to do to be that scary. I mean, again, they're not things that I would probably want to do, but I don't know that, like, I would automatically be like, oh, no, no, I'm never going to do that. I feel, Like, I feel like I might have tried some of the things that they were doing.
0: For 50 grand, like, I'm in. You're a liar.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Amy, you are a liar. You are not, I am not a liar. anything that you sound like yes, you talking would. about.
2: Yes, I mm. would. Yes, I would. Mm. I think it would. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just felt like it just didn't seem well, as bad as I thought it was going to be.
0: And jumping back to something you said, like, Maybe we're too old. Let me just give a quick shout out to Nancy McKeon, Joe from oh, Facts of Life. Yes, I shows know. shows up out of nowhere in a major or, or in a supporting role in this series. I haven't seen her since her 2D days and I'm going, Yeah, Joe. Yeah,
2: what up? was that? And then playing this woman who's having an affair with somebody and everything. And I was like, what is happening? Where did Mrs. you come from?
0: Mrs. Garrett would have a stroke.
2: Oh, she'd be so disappointed., um, but yeah, so anyway, so that was panic. I would give it two thumbs up. I loved every i, I loved it. Even the that, things that disappointed me, I loved them so so that,
1: that worries me that you're giving it two thumbs up now, Amy.
0: Why? <laughs> Your credibilitys
1: you, being called into question
0: <laughs> no, I I. there was some there were some exciting <laughs> moments. there was some like, from, in terms of plot driven stuff, there were some exciting moments. It's not gonna win any Academy Awards. I'll take your word for it, worth no. any, Mark. I'll take your word for it, Mark. So if you see, just
2: take it for what it's worth, like you just watch it as a, a good entertaining show. Like well, so you know. yeah,
0: so here's what I'm doing. I'm gonna take a Sharpie and I'm gonna write suspension of disbelief on my thumb and give yeah. it one and give it one thumb up.
2: All right. Okay, so but see, but that's a thumb up. That's a thumb go. up. So Diego, you gotta watch it.
0: Alright, I'll peep it. I'll peep it.
2: Because Mark, I'll, kind give, of I'll give it concurs. three episodes.
0: I'll give it the three-episode rule. The first okay. time, honestly, give it give it the the eye-rolling rule. The first time you roll your eyes, you're good. Turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> all maybe right, maybe
2: all right. don't do that.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, what do you guys so. what do you guys have on the the docket to watch from uh, well, from any, hang from any on. of these? You know, because we we got more than just Amazon Prime and yeah, Hulu yeah. and Disney we have you know Peacock and all that other stuff so any other show you guys oh, like Oh.
2: Yes. So I can tell you some stuff that I have watched. Um so I have been wanting to recommend this show for so long. Um but it's it's not a Netflix show so I haven't been able to I had I uh, on Hulu I and I know we we I loved Loved the show and Hulu doesn't Hulu has some originals like I love a Handmaid's Tale. Love it. Um, But then I also love that Hulu has series from other things as well. This show called the Bold Type is maybe one of my favorite shows that I've ever watched. I love it so much It's these three young women and they work at this fashion magazine. It's just a beautiful, beautiful show. So that one for sure. I've been watching Cruel Summer on Hulu, uh, uh, which is another kind of YA kind of show, um, which I love too. And then I've been watching Handmaid's Tale on HBO Max. I watched The Friends Reunion um, because that is one of my favorite shows and there's a lot of issues with it, but I, I really wanted to see The Reunion. And then I watched it And then it just kind of made me a little sad. Um, So then I wished I hadn't watched it, but I did. I watched it. I mean, it was worth it in some ways, not worth it in others. But those are the things that that I have been watching on other networks. I don't know if either of you have watched anything else.
0: Well, um, I'll slide the dial down to Showtime. Okay. Uh, So uh, there's a series there that I think is fantastic called Black Monday. Okay. Uh, and series three just dropped on that, so I'm going to start watching that. Um, it's it's very cool. It's it's the the, the uh, first season is set in the 80s, um, and it's got a, an incredible cast. Don Cheadle leads it, um, and uh, it's just it's it's I would recommend it highly. Uh, okay. And if you do documentaries, if you you know if you don't need an action flick, there's a, a show called Couples Therapy, and that's what it is. It is footage of several couples per season actually in therapy. And uh, it's, I, I find it fascinating. And like, I'll watch the show Hoarders when I don't want to clean my house so that I'll feel better. <laughs> so if I want to smack my husband, I'll turn on couples therapy and I'm like, I love you. Um, All right.
2: Is that uh, also so Showtime?
0: It's also Showtime. Uh, okay. And I believe they're showing, I think the first season is on Amazon Prime, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, and then uh, season two just dropped, uh, I think last month. Um, and then this is totally random, but when I was looking around for other things I wanted to watch, um, there's a movie called The Final Girls. Okay. And, uh, it is. it was done in 2015, and, it's, and I, I wanted to see it so badly that I actually bought it, like, on demand once. Uh, and so now I have it in my on-demand library, but Showtime is showing it. Um, mm-hmm. And the whole premise is that there's a young girl whose mother was a B-movie actress, and she died in a car crash. And then fast forward a few years and this young girl and her friends uh, are in a movie theater and there's a fire in the theater and they escape by running through a rip in the movie curtain. Oh, and the movie at the theater is one of her mom's slasher flicks. Okay. And they run through this rip in the curtain and they find themselves poof inside her mother's slasher movie.
2: Oh my God.
0: And it's so meta and it's so Uh (laughs) cool. it's, uh, It's about them trying to warn the cast what's going on so they can save them and the girl wants to save her mother uh, and she has all these conversations with her mother that she never got to but they don't let on yet that they're from the real world okay. because all, all the people in the movie think they are their characters
2: right um, right
0: anyway it's it's such a cool concept and again if you like horror movies and slasher flicks this one is funny but really like intelligently done um and they have all the archetypal slasher flick characters it's it's fun So the final girls, if you can't find it on Showtime, rent it elsewhere. It's, it's fun.
2: All right, good. What about you, Diego?
1: Uh, I definitely want to catch in the height that's on HBO. Oh God, yes, yes. For sure. So that just came out, I believe this past Friday, maybe a little, a day or two earlier. So I definitely want to catch that with the wife, maybe the family. So that's definitely number one on my list. I'm a little behind. I think the new season of Handmaid's Tale started on Hulu. Mm-hmm. It did. It did. So, I got, so good. I got, I got to catch that with the wife. Uh, that was mm-hmm. definitely a really crazy show to watch. I keep seeing ads on Facebook for C, which is on Apple TV. That's Jason Momoa's show. It's called C, and it's on season like- two.
2: Like the like, letter C or the no, word C, like, like ocean?
1: No, like C, like S-E-E, like I see. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs>
1: that's exactly how
0: he sounds too. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: So I want to catch that. And that's about it right now on shows that I... Oh, oh, oh. And I'm waiting for the new season. Amy, you're going to be with me on this one. The new season of Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yes. yes. I believe that comes out. Is it out coming out... soon? I think it comes... I heard June.
2: Okay, oh we, my god, that show is so good. Yellowstone
1: was awesome, so I'm really hoping... The last season ended, and I was like, what? Yeah, so, that was something.
2: That so was those, something. those are
1: things on my radar, things that I'm, I'm planning on watching the next few days, few weeks. Okay. Some, I have one
2: a, more. Oh, um, of course we do. <laughs> Summer's coming. I need to occupy myself. Um, so, I love anything that's set on a farm... Um, and Amazon has a show called Clarkson's Farm, which is supposed to be a comedy. Um, and so I really want to watch Clarkson's Farm. It'll be a nice, um, a nice counter to Yellowstone, which is not even sort of a comedy. So,
0: not at um, all. So wait, Amy. No. And this this may be apples and oranges, but if you had one show to watch and you hadn't seen any of it yet, Yellowstone or Bold Type, which would you pick? Because that's me.
2: Oh, they're so different, Mark. There's, I mean, they. Sophie's, it, Sophie's
0: c- choice. They got to pick it.
2: Oh, my gosh. Oh Go to your head, um, Amy. I can't. I, I'm going to say Yellowstone. <gasps> I can't <laughs> believe I just said that. Now <laughs> I'm feel-
0: but I think choice. Yellowstone,
2: yeah, it's just Bold type is great. It's about friendship. It's about like if you liked Emily in Paris, you like already. bold type. Right, you'll hate it. <laughs> I love so it.
1: Lame already. <laughs>
2: it's definitely got a niche audience. Like there are if you like I said, if you liked Emily in Paris, which apparently I was one of the only people who did, um, <laughs> you would really like the bold type. Yellowstone, uh, uh, it's every for episode it is for everyone, not little kids. Um, but it's I was just, I, I, what did I have, Diego, you were, you recommended to me because I was watching some other, oh, oh, that's what I was watching. What was the show that I was watching? It was the sheriff. And it was, then I kept saying, you should watch it. Longmire. Oh my God. I loved Longmire. So I watched Longmire. And then I think Diego, you were like, Look, oh, no, I put it on Facebook and I think your wife said um, if you're looking for another kind of Westernish oh, yeah. country show, yeah. you should watch Yellowstone. Yes, and that's right. Your wife got me into Yellowstone. That's right, because I finished Longmire. But it's it's so good. It's all so, right. so good. All right. I'm yeah, making,
0: I'm taking notes. OK. Yellowstone is right.
1: definitely a must watch. 100%. Yeah, it is. 100 <laughs> percent Yellowstone. Out of all the shows I recommended, Yellowstone is probably my number one. It not probably yeah. is my number one recommendation. So, Amy, you got any more shows or are you good?
2: All right. I'm good.
0: (laughs) Mark, you good? I think that's my whole dance card right there.
2: Yeah. All
1: right. Well, you know what, everyone? Thank you for joining us on this special episode. We're hoping to do these, you know, once every time. Um, You know, you hear more from us probably, what, every week after our main episode?
2: Yeah, I think so.
1: All right. So, yeah, thanks for joining us on the other side of the couch. You know, press uh, press and pause on the netflix for this time around and again like amy said and like we said on the other uh episode other version of the boomtron podcast you know catch us on facebook leave recommendations especially now that we're trying to you know broaden our horizon a little bit with the different streaming services out there if you have a show that you want us to talk about you want to talk about let us know leave us a message and uh Amy oh, has the Twitter, yeah. Yes, yeah. we're
2: on Twitter now, too. That's right. We're so
1: tweeting. What's, a, what's, a, what's a, the Twitter handle there, Amy?
2: Boomtron Podcast.
1: Simple as that. So exactly. catch us there. Leave us a message. Everyone, thank you for listening. And uh, we'll catch you next time. This is just a disclaimer. No members of the Boomtron podcast are employed by any of the streaming services mentioned in this episode, nor do they have any business ties with those streaming services. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only, and all news and information that is shared is simply what these
0: Yahoo's found online.